This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You're listening to Tuesday Trots Life with Jason Bonington. The heart is a bloom. Shoots up through the stony ground. There's no road. No space to rip in this town. There it is, beautiful day. It's not a beautiful day. It's bloody freezing out there. And if it's freezing here in South Bank... 14 degrees. I don't actually know where Brad Hewitt is. So, but we'll find out where he is and exactly what the temperature's like. How are you, Brad? Good day. How are you, mate? Where are you? Um, actually, at, back home at Garland. I'm yeah, heading back down to Melbourne tomorrow. Oh, my dear Lord, really? Jeez, that's intense. All the way back. Um... So, Captain, has Captain's Knox stayed down here, or what's the go there? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he stayed down in Stepan, and he's been down there yeah, the last fortnight or so. Is he? Um, so, talk, talk us through this little uh, Victorian preparation, because he was just absolutely ablaze in New South Wales, you know, winning the British Challenge final at Group 1 level. And then, um, to be honest, the Maryborough run, where he finishes third and he's beaten 14 metres by the last storm, it didn't look terrible by any stretch of the imagination, but it probably gave Victorians the wrong impression that maybe, all right, he's a really nice horse, but will he be up to horses like the, the Lost Storm and school captain? But from what I – the brief conversation that I had with you on Saturday night, he'd, had he had a little setback or he hadn't had a very good week leading into that run? Yeah, I got him out um, Sunday morning, the day of the race, and um, he'd broken it. Broken out in here, yeah, these big welts and hives and that, and was um, all sewn up around where his girth and ribs were, and um, yeah, he was yeah sort of in a bit of pain to even walk, and got to the track there, and the stewards checked his brains and that, and seen it all, and um, got to bed to have a look, and so actually yeah, wondering whether to scratch him or not. So I had to warm him up, and the vet had a look at him, and he was sort of comfortable enough with his action and that that he was right to race, but. Yeah, he was definitely um, in a bit of pain, and but he got through the run, and that's why, uh, yeah, he probably didn't look anything special. But in saying that, like uh, they got him in twenty-five six or something, and having to come three wide around the last bit of the bend, like you're on a hide to nothing really when they're getting home in them sectional. In a, in a weird way, I'm glad I didn't know that because I would have absolutely, I think I would have launched on him as many people did each way off for a place on Saturday night, knowing that um, he'd, he'd had those little issues before. Go, well, they're, they're not they're not insignificant issues. That sounds like, um, you know, it would have knocked him around it, to some degree, would have had to. And then he's coming on Saturday night in the semi final, the first in. They've broken the lead time record ever, not for two year olds, but for any horses at Tabcourt Park, Melton. And you've been involved in that burn and been beaten in neck. You, a, number one, you must have been absolutely phenomenally thrilled with the effort. 
but B, his name's Captain's Knock, but how much is it knocked out of him? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, never obviously liked on it, um, especially when it's not their grand final. But, um, yeah, he's, he's come through it good. He's yeah, eaten everything since, and um, Nathan did a bit of work with him this morning and said he felt really good and sharp, and he's yeah, been bright and happy ever since. So, like I said to you on Saturday night, like, he's had all the racing and that. He's had sort of seven starts or something this prep, and, yeah, he's well-grounded. So, yeah, I wouldn't have liked to have been going into it. Yeah, fresh or anything, but he's yeah, pretty hardened up to the racing this time in. So yeah, I don't think he's taken any effect from it at all. He's, I mean, he must be a pretty hardy customer because the only other little question mark you'd have at this stage is he's had a longer season uh, than most coming to the pointy end, and probably we're on in one. You know, on one hand, it's uh, a positive to have that grounding and more experience, and on the other hand, you're wondering, oh, when, if at any point, will he get tired? But there's just no signs of that at the moment, is there? No, he's been really good, Jase. He's a he's a real professional. Uh, he just goes about his, about his business. Only ever does what he has to at home and everything. And yeah, with, with all the racing that he's had, the means you don't have to do as much at home. But yeah, he takes everything in his stride and. Yeah, he's just got one more big effort left, hopefully. Where do you rate him in terms of the young horses? Because you've had a, you've had a, a really you know quite a, a depth of good young horses and good older horses. But where does he sit in the in the pantheon and the uh, in the mix of the best young ones you've had? Yeah, no, I think he's got to be up there. He's got to be yeah, the, the nicest two-year-old I've had, especially after the other night. Like his horses, yeah, can't do what him and the lost storm done like they were both entitled to to get tired and they're both there yeah, fighting out the finish so if we get the scenario that you want and that we expect where school captains in front lost storms posted and you're able to slice through in behind and be close enough to them um based on what you saw saturday night i mean the lost storm might just be a freaking park out and just bash it who knows but you'd have to give yourself a massive winning chance based on what you saw Saturday night. Given there was a neck between you, you did an equal amount of work, and you might be the one being able to play the proper hunter on Saturday night. Yeah, that's right, Jace. It's sort of out of our hands to some degree. Like uh, that's the other two horses in the market. They're obviously drawn in front of us, so we're just going to have to rely on a bit of tempo and that. Yeah, they overdo it at some stage. Like if it's just a the sprint home, it's obviously going to be hard to round them type of horses up, but yeah, you'd like to think that's not going to be the case when they're going around for 300,000. Like, neither of them are going to want to be unlucky and hoping that they yeah, did things different and went a bit harder. So I think they're going to yeah, see who's the best horse, I'm hoping anyway. Well, I'm very confident. <laughs> I'm very confident that if a school captain posts a lost storm, then the instructions will be for the lost storm to. Um, to not let him get away with murder because he's a very good horse in his own right as well. He's very, very, very fast. So I think you're in a beautiful position because I think the Lost Storm has to put the foot down at some point to try and soften school captain up, and that's where maybe captain's knock uh, comes into play. And you want to really relish this horse because I think every captain treacherous trying to get the next one at the sales is going to cost everyone about $243 bucks, Brad. So I'd, I'd appreciate this one because – um, I know everyone's wanted one from the word go, but it's quite staggering to think the quality of horses that are coming out um, via Captain Treacherous at the moment. It's going to be hard to get another one, mate. Yeah, that's for sure. 
race. Like I was lucky even with him. I think I paid thirty five thousand from for him from the Ewan sales yeah. and he's yeah, service fee's about twenty five now. So yeah, they're they're definitely gonna be a lot harder to come come by and yeah, if you can get them, you're gonna have to be paying premium for them. They're just doing the job everywhere they go. I'll tell you what it helped, Brad, if you were able to win a three hundred thousand dollar race on Saturday night, mate, and we wish you the best of luck. Very much appreciate you joining us on Trot's Life and catch you out there on Saturday. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. There's Brad Hewitt. He's a very, very, very good in a close mate with um Former, I think former Canberra Raiders uh, captain Jared Croker, uh, who has been in the ownership of a number of horses with Brad, uh, who's also a ripping bloke. I've met him a couple of times with Brad uh, out and about, and Brad's just a wonderful bloke, very good trainer, and all the Hewitts find their way to find good horses, but um, Brad's got a very happy knack of finding very good ones, and if he says this is the best young one he's had, well, you, uh, you sit up and you listen. We'll go for a break here on Trot's Life. Return in just a moment.